Hello everyone, it's your favorite winos, Dylan and Jordan, and we are back. Hopefully you can tell a little bit of a difference. We do have a new mic set up. Yeah. Um, we're trying to be a little more fancy with what we're doing, uh, give you guys a better audio experience. So hopefully you can tell. If you like it, let us know. Um, if not, let us know. Yeah, we're trying to be a little <laughs> bit more professional <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as we, um, you know, develop into a better and deeper connection with you guys and um we enjoy doing this and we want to be able to show that through our equipment and what we produce for you guys so hopefully this is something that you enjoy yes we're so excited for to be back again another month so it is the month of may can you imagine that so beautiful outside it's just i love this time except for my allergies you know, you got allergies, so it's the worst. It's but that time. I love the sun coming out, all the flowers, everything blooming in the air. So right, yeah. and with May comes spring, and what better time than a wonderful spring release? Yes, we love a good spring release. <laughs> so today, that's what we're bringing for you. We have a wonderful Bernard Griffin spring release, which is my wonderful uh, wine club membership. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm excited to be able to share this with you, Jordan. I'm so Um, excited. Let alone, I'm excited to try it myself because I, unfortunately, was at a work convention during it. That's right. And I have a fun story to tell because I did have two amazing people go and pick up my wine. (laughs) And um, they were my parents. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So hopefully that should be just a wonderful uh, story that you're going to die to hear. Yes. Um, I'm so excited. For our release, we did have the 2018 Malbec and the 2017 Reserve Cab Sauvignon. Oh, I cannot wait for these. I'm oh, so excited. So um, I can't wait for you guys to dive in with us as we develop into this new and exciting podcast. So today, we're going to go ahead and start with our 2018 Malbec. Um, I will go ahead. Jordan, would you like to yeah. go ahead and oh, get okay that kind that. of open while you a little bit about it we do have a sad cork but it probably was our oh that was beautiful. beautiful wonderful job jordan oh smell smells so good so uh, what we're doing is we're smelling the cork um when it's first popped if you get that nice smell you'll be able to tell what it's gonna should taste like and um right so that's the first thing that we do when we pop open a bottle what it tells you if you're um it tells you if the wine is bad, just mm-hmm. even by the yep. flavors, you know, exactly. if you're getting those really harsh, um, vinegary, vinegary smells, yep. mm-hmm. that's how you know you're probably going to be not looking for a good experience. Yeah. Um, in this case, doesn't smell like vinegar whatsoever. First off, yeah, cheers. Cheers. Okay. First off, beautiful color. Right. Just oh, so deep. You're getting that really nice plum color it's just yeah dark purple um around the glass you're gonna see uh, your hints of magenta uh, just balanced right on the lip of the glass it says that some of the wine notes that you should be tasting are a um, what we're right on the money that complex plum Mm -hmm. and a cherry with a spiced oak flavor um should be able to taste those wonderful flavors on top of notes of vanilla and orange. Mm. 
this wine is perfect to have on hand for those occasions um, when you're just needing a night to yourself, yeah. a nice to relax. Um, just one of those delicious fruit-filled wines. So hopefully you enjoy. Thank you. First off, I'm seeing really great legs on this glass of wine. Definitely get those really nice oaky flavor in the back of my throat. The finish on this is oh, that's beautiful. Well, very developed. Excuse me. Um, very strong, and it sits beautifully on my tongue. That is a quality is very balanced. Right, and that was something with the Bernard Griffin Wine Club that I really enjoyed about their wines. Uh, I am a part of their Reserve Reds, mm, okay. which Let's... should break it down. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah, no. There are two wine clubs mm -hmm. that Bernard Griffin offers. There's the Reserve and then the Reserve by Design. Okay. And I have the Reserve because what's better than a really developed wine of Reserve, right? Mm -hmm. The reserve by design is a nice concept too. I do have to give them credit for that because it allows you to be able to mix and match oh, what okay. you want. That's nice. You are getting more um, wine in total. I believe you're getting about 12 bottles three times a year. Okay. If that's correct. Okay, yeah. Um, where this one, I'm getting four bottles three times a year. Okay. And um, I haven't had an issue since. That's awesome. You know, they've yeah. been really helpful. Good. Um. And I haven't had anything I haven't liked. That's, so yeah, that's a good. That's a right. Plus. That's a win. Yeah, <laughs> this wine job. is beautiful. Um, like I said, it's the quality, that balance. It's kind of, it, it is uniform in that mix of the sweetness, you know, acidic alcohol, the tannins. Not too, you know, you're not getting that. We talk about tannins, kind of like that in the back of your throat, right. like that. Um, it's not making you want to like. Yeah. Make that noise. Think, yeah, that's a great noise. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we can get on our noise machine. Um, it's, it's, oh, this is a good Malbec. Yeah. This is very. Um, and you I've... do. You do develop those complex plum and cherry mm -hmm. taste. Um, you're almost hit with it, you know? Right in the front. Right yeah. in the front. Mm -hmm. You get those wonderful fruity flavors. And then towards the back, you feel that spiciness from the oak. Um, mm hmm. Yeah, that wood, the, the oak, and all of that is what the secondary, what right. you're getting. Yes, correct. Yeah. I will say that what's nice with Bernard Griffin, it is one of the largest and oldest family wine-owned and operated wineries in the Washington State area. Wow, that's um, amazing. Yeah, its family is core of winemaking, and um, Rob Griffin and his wife, Deborah, have just really flourished in the winemaking process. So quickly, to just kind of hint on Deborah Bernard, one of the founders mm -hmm. of Bernard Griffin, she has her own DB Studios, which I uh, have not checked out yet. She helps design and create this wonderful art through stained glass and helps teach people. And oh. the studio from the inside looks beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, like I said, I haven't been able to go and do any of the mm -hmm. lessons yeah but they're pretty cool that would be so fun to right? do and all of the creations that you can make i've seen seen things where they're you know whether it's just glass itself uh -huh. or these intricate designs um so that's something that's interesting within their own business they that's do that. cool and when she's not in the glass studio she actually stays in close organizations with 
the American Cancer Society, who of which she's been the chair of, um, the Great West Division Board. She's also involved with the Tri-City Chaplaincy and several other amazing uh, organizations that are here in the Tri-Cities, including the Tri-City Wine Tourism Council. So, so Oh, that's awesome. So they must um, rely heavily on their different vineyards around this area in the uh, columbia valley absolutely okay. they are just really developed within what they do um, like i said it's one of the oldest and largest family-owned operated wineries in washington so they definitely so know they definitely have different avas they're hitting up developing oh, yeah. all of the, okay that's so cool yeah rob griffin who is the founder <laughs> who is the founder and head winemaker fell in love with winemaking at an early age around 1960s when he grew up near what has now become the most recognized region of the United States, which is Napa Valley. <laughs> oh, we're doing that one day. No, one day. One day one we're going to tour it. Um, and we'll do a podcast there. Oh. We'll do a live. A okay. live. We got some ideas. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. Put yeah. it in the idea bucket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. In his younger days, mm-hmm. he visited his uncle's vineyard and eventually enrolled into the University of California, where he, at 17, graduated with a B.S. in fermentation science oh. with the dream of becoming a winemaker. Love a good scientist. We love a good scientist. <laughs> I, love, I do. I do. <laughs> Rob Griffin has definitely been around in experienced so many different opportunities on being a head winemaker at uh, Preston Cellars and in Hogue Cellars mm-hmm. um, throughout the years of 1977 and 1983. So while he's been there, he's owned his wine and his wife and his partner, Deborah, like I said, then just started uh, Bernard Griffin Winery, which wow. was in 1983. So just to be like a head winemaker, right? It's like so cool. Yeah. Uh, excuse me. Head on the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he just comes around. I mean, yeah. literally just brings a truck full of fruit and says, all right, let's do it. Yeah, that's so awesome. Yeah, this is, um, and I just love their bottle, too. It's so beautiful. It's just classy. I don't know. Well, that's the thing. I mean, you look at it, and it's just something, it's something so unique. Mm-hmm. You know, Bernard and Griffin is just, Kind of a staple here in the Tri Cities. It is. I mean, it is. really, you think of three or four wineries, and Bernard Griffin is one of them. Yeah, I know I can... when I'm telling people what to hit up, you know, it's always Bernard Griffin's on the list. Right. Uh, my sister loves Bernard Griffin. Her their Merlot is her actual like favorite wine. So. Oh yeah, the Merlot is absolutely yeah. amazing. So um yeah and um the inside is beautiful. There's great places to sit down. Um, the bar, I always call it a bar, but you know, that yeah. behind the bar where they have the wine and then they serve you there. Um, just beautiful colored, different tile glass throughout. Right. Um, and when we went there, um, before just for a wine tasting, um, just great hospitality. Um, just so welcoming, yep. you know, brings the water cups out and just, you know, the water that's in the wine bottle just, you know, hi, how are you? Just wonderful people there. Right. And knowledgeable um, and some great food that we had as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I went one time and they didn't have the wine that I wanted, which I was really bummed about. Mm-hmm. Um, but they brought me 
basically a close second. Wow. And it was just as good. Like yeah. it was they're very like you said, knowledgeable. They, they are know yep. exactly mm-hmm. oh, you like this type of wine? We're gonna bring you this yeah. because we know you're gonna like it. And that's something I I don't wanna say expect, but that's something that I'm looking for mm-hmm. in a winery, right? Someone that has the knowledge to say, Yeah, this, this and this, right? Yeah. So, um they also have opened up their kitchen area that has this amazing food, mm-hmm. uh, cougar gold cheese yes. and pretzels. We did that. Yep. Oh yeah. Gosh. So good. It's so good. Can't go wrong with those. So if you go there, you have to get this. Yeah. Those are like to die for. And I think it's a pretty reasonable price mm-hmm. in my opinion. So um, definitely 10 out of 10 would recommend going Getting itself a nice glass, mm-hmm. uh, having some Cougar Gold cheese or any type yes. of appetizers, and just enjoy your time there at Bernard Griffin. Well, speaking of appetizers, um, just thinking of ideas for you guys when you pick up this bottle of Malbec, of what you could pair it with. Um, so, uh, as he said, the Cougar Gold cheese would be great with some pretzel bites. Um there's also you some stuffed jalapenos. I could see that spicy with this sweet would oh, be yeah. really well. Um, any cheese, of course, you know, cheeses are always good. So, um, you know, you could get your blue cheese, cheddar cheese, any of those cheeses with Even the crackers. Pepper jack cheese. Yeah, pepper jack. I'm thinking spicy and... or smoky. Oh, yeah. Um, speaking of the smoky, you could do some kebabs is a yeah. um, great idea. And... Um, just any of uh, meats, of course, you know, your yeah. charcuterie. We always say that. But along with appetizers and food, we always dessert. Um, so I'm thinking a nice chocolate cake. Oh, yeah. Those delicious, deep, rich yes. chocolates. Any, any of those rich and like a cheesecake because it's that rich, right? Yep. That rich, um, creamy everything. I Even like a cheesecake. dark chocolate bar yeah, would something. just pair mm-hmm. so well with that kind of bitter with this really nice fruit yes um, that's why i was thinking the spicy with this as well like yep. for appetizers yeah yeah i'm craving those chocolate dark chocolate bars with yeah. raspberries in them oh Ooh, that's a great idea dylan i love that now i want <laughs> now, now i want them. dessert <laughs> do they door dash those type of items <laughs> hi we're recording our podcast today right. do you <laughs> we need food we need food all right, Dylan. So, um, if our listeners were going to go in or go online, what are they looking about paying for this Malbec? So this Malbec was around. Well, it wasn't around. It was seventy six dollars for the <laughs> wine bet. Uh, what? <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely not on um the cheaper side. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. it is definitely higher priced. It's great quality. It is. Um, I will agree with that. Right. Uh, luckily, with being a wine club member, I did get perks on it, so I didn't pay that much, which I'm thankful that is good. for. So just go with me. Yeah, just come with me. <laughs> um, but what's kind of interesting about this is the Malbec is all completely sold out. So unfortunately, oh, so it's folks, popular. Yeah, this is it. Um, we we took them all. <laughs> Your family? We took them all. Oh, yeah. I can't wait for this. You story. ready for the story? <laughs> okay, apparently that is, uh, that's going to be our time for this story. Oh, okay. So I just want to like first off and point out that we did get a new sound machine. So if you hear any of the cool new sounds <laughs> like our last one, which was the what? Oh, 
What? That one right there. Um, we are playing with some new stuff. So if you like, um, feel free to let us know on our Instagram at wine with us. That's W H I N E dot with us. And uh, we'd love to hear what your opinions are. So. Yes. Please let us know. We're trying to be more engaging and fun. And right. So, I mean, if you're like, no, guys, stop. <laughs> you're like, it, please stop with those. Then, of course, we'll stop. We'll stop. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> okay. This so, like I said, disagree is a delicious bottle of wine uh-huh but to go home with 12 bottles of oh, that that's oh of just that oh no six bottles of Petit Verdot oh six bottles of the Malbec six bottles of the Cab Sauv 
and I think they came home with another uh, something else, maybe a couple more lows or something like that. They left there like how we left Depot Bay. Oh my god. <laughs> I know the pain. Yeah. And it was kind of funny that I was, you know, I've always, when we had our Depot Bay experience, they were like, oh, that, that could never happen. What do you mean you spent that much? Listen up. See how easy <laughs> it is, so Renielle easy. and William? You get into that mode where it's like, oh my gosh, this is so good. I don't want to ever run out. And then yeah. you buy it all. And so. Um, and then you're like, oh. Yeah. I'm not going to say how much they spent. That's fine. But. Um, I can just looking at this. I definitely helped pay for half of it because um, that was kind of. My dad messages me. He goes, hey, so they're having a really good sale right now. And um, yeah. do you want to split That's the how they price? always get you. We're having a great yeah, sale. I'm like, um... And then they're like, here, this this much when you're already handing them your card and it's awkward to pull back. No. So that happened to me. That also. was literally me <laughs> at Depot <laughs> Bay. Literally <laughs> me. And I was like, Ryan's going to kill me. <laughs> Ryan. Well, Ryan. Um, so, yeah. So that's kind of my fun story to um, tell you how good this wine is. Uh, you know, it's. It's, um, I don't want to call it a trap, but it's definitely something that keeps you going. Well, that is awesome. Yeah. Like, I thought it was a funny story. To it is just, funny. We're it's all human. because it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> or halfway of me. That's true. <laughs> so, it's part of you. Yeah, it's part of me because I did help pay, uh, which I don't mind. I I get to drink the wine and I get to I know. share it. So, so you're saying you have it. a lot of these at home. Yes. I definitely will be so in good hands for a little bit. lucky listeners. <laughs> We're doing a giveaway. We could do a giveaway. We should do a giveaway. If you would like a giveaway, let us know. Yeah. Actually, if you want to if we want to do a giveaway, we'll definitely do a giveaway. That would be fun. Yeah. Um maybe at our season 2 premiere, we'll mm-hmm. do a giveaway. Anyone that wants to put in for it. And our season two is going to be that in would be awesome. November. I can't wait. So exciting. I hope you guys have looked at our Instagram lately, too. Just in our link, um, our link tree, there is um, some new things. So just be sure yeah. to make sure to check that out because it's it's cool. So Yeah, we're also on Amazon Music now. Yes. yes. Um, we're so. trying to find some new sponsors. Mm-hmm. So if you're wanting to sponsor us, we'd love to sponsor you. Depending on what the um, item is, yeah, and um, we also have a new thing on our link tree, like Jordan said, and it's called "Buy Us a Drink," um, something that's kind of a way to give back if you're feeling generous. Um, kind of what we were thinking was we'd review a drink of choice that <laughs> you guys wanted to provide. So maybe it's a wine that you guys really enjoy. Or maybe it's anything else. Yeah. Whatever you're having. Whatever you, yeah. Whatever your drink of choice is. And also on here, you're going to find soon our bloopers or little clips of never before <laughs> heard because they're pretty funny. But it is Yeah. Oh my gosh. We have a lot of tons of bloopers yeah. or just things that we said on the podcast that we're like, mm, probably not ready for yeah. that yet. Probably should cut it. Probably should take it out. Yeah. So, um, but it's just another way for us to be able to connect with yeah. you guys and um, be able to support us mm-hmm. in a whole brand new way. So yeah. 
Um, don't feel obligated, but if you do feel inclined, we want to say thank you. Yeah. So go on our Instagram there at wine with us. So it's W-H-I-N-E dot with us. All right. Are we ready to uncork? <laughs> All right. All right. Here we okay. go. We're going to cork? Uncork. Ready. Ready. That was awesome. That was so cool. It's iconic. <laughs> All right, Dylan. So we're okay. ready to uncork. Let's uncork. Right? Let's do it. First of all, how's your week? Let's start with that. My week has been pretty well, really. I mean, I haven't done much uh, this week so far. Work has been great. Good. Uh, yep. I'm getting a lot of things done. Thank you. The load is with me. And um, what else? I, I'm loving my flex day off. That's awesome. So every other Monday I get off. That's good. Which is so nice. You need that. Everybody needs that, I feel. Oh, yeah. Yep. That was good. Um, we are, I guess we could talk about Easter yeah. that we just went through. Easter was yeah. really a good time. Um, it wasn't like any other Easter I've ever had, mm-hmm. though. I don't know if that was kind of something for no, you. No, I felt it. It was different. It just felt, yeah. Right. I just, um, I don't know if it was the fact that we didn't do anything with family this year mm. or... I mean, not that I didn't do anything with, like, my internal family, but, like, going out to an Easter dinner yeah. or an Easter breakfast. We just didn't do that this year. And mm-hmm. um, I know that you were focused. Jordan's been working so hard <laughs> at her job. Yeah. Killing Easter's everything. Easter's a big deal. Yeah. So. No, but it was good. I feel like I agree, though. Like, with family, I know we usually do an Easter breakfast. Or not breakfast. We do, like, an Easter lunch. And we did this year. Um, my nephew is dedicated. It's just a little thing at our house, you yeah. know? Um, and so, but I just, I agree. I felt it was just different. Yeah. You know? It wasn't like it was a bad Easter. No, no. I'm not just, but it wasn't like, I don't know, but you also have kids and I'm an adult. Yeah, that but I think I was just so busy intensity. with that, that it's just, you know, I don't know. I guess that's true. I don't know. It just felt different. I agree with you. Okay. How was your week going? Busy. This yeah. is a busy week. So I coach as well. Um, so I coach track and field at Pasco High School. And we have the Pasco Invite coming up, which is a big thing. It's the number one one-day track meet this side of the Mississippi kind of thing. So a lot of schools from all over come in. It's kind of to replicate state a little bit. And oh, so oh. it's like the best of the best in their area. And we only take... 40 for each event oh. and so it's like yeah so you it's if you kids get to see fast kids kids that throw far jump far whatever so it's like it's a huge meet wow um and it's a big deal but before that we had a league meet that we had to do and anyways so that was yesterday kids did amazing set up a lot of them had great prs it was awesome and now tomorrow us coaches got to go early to start setting up and then all day thing tomorrow all day thing saturday so this week is along with my job which has been fine you know because it's kind of slowed down with easter and we just you know shift gears a little bit so that's been fine but it's this part with the track has been a little crazy so um yeah but it's been good it's been good i'm just trying to stay sane this week (laughs) you're looking great um, you're welcome. So great. No, but I will say that this is your first time doing both 
Um, yeah. Really both jobs. Yes. And you're handling it very well. Mental breakdown. Yeah. Just joking. Lots of mental breakdowns, lots of wine. Lots of wine. Um, you're looking at it, darling. <laughs> yeah, you're looking, you're looking at a kid Cheers. that has a bunch of mental breakdowns and a bunch of wine. <laughs> Cheers, kid. Cheers, kid. Um, no, but I will say that kudos Thank to you, you because you're seriously killing it. Um, I feel like it's all yeah. a blur. Well, that's the thing. I, I You've definitely gone through the ringer this this yeah. past couple weeks and um i think once i get the handle of it and now i'm getting more you know that right but at first i was like oh my gosh can i do this can i do this i was coming over and we were watching movies we were filling easter eggs it was so cute so much fun but i wouldn't i wouldn't change it any less like i yeah thank you for your help you saved me um always anytime hard little fingers i had dylan slaving away back there (laughs) more easter eggs more easter eggs child (laughs) wine and feast on those easter eggs <laughs> no but oh it's my been gosh, a good so funny. good busy week and the sun's been coming out like i said so it's been beautiful right yeah so for your track is that something that like college people come out for no just high school just high school yeah just high school i didn't know if you know how they do that in like movies where college people will come out to watch like baseball and oh do people like are you meaning like do recruiters that yeah like, yeah this would be a place where people that are re- doing any recruiting or anything would definitely come to i'm out okay yeah. i didn't know if that oh was yeah like for sure time. sorry i thought you meant like college athletes just competing against these high schoolers and crushing their dreams <laughs> no i'm sorry i should have made that a little more clear um uh-huh, kid <laughs> yeah well and it, like you said it, it's the time to do it so i yeah. don't know if that was yeah. like the yeah no this yeah for sure i'm sure there'd be a lot of people come right out to this. well and here's the other thing so you said 40 from each school is competing so people will it's an invite so other schools can come they basically you pay to go to invites right right so that's kind of how we make some money but we're working it um but yeah so people will put in and you at this invite you have to hit a certain mark so you hit that and that's a minimum mark right is or minimum time or minimum type thing or uh, yeah it has to be what you've done it that year basically okay um so we have a minimum and then, you know, anybody that's in that minimum is entered. But what we do is we just take 40, right? And then we only take one. Like, so say we had five kids hit the minimum mark, right? We can enter them all, but we might only get into one, right? Oh, okay. One kid will only get one. The only way that two kids from the same school can be in that event is if they're in the top 10. So it is more elite in that way right um and say i'll just say the throwing because that's what i do so say one of my kids threw um 120 in discus right say that's the minimum he threw 120 well i could enter him in doesn't mean he's gonna get in no you know right because i got kids that are throwing way more than him and you know the top kid may be throwing 180 and then it just trickles down so, um, just because you get entered doesn't mean you get in. We only take 40, and we only really take one. Well, we do take one from the each school that enters, um, two if you're in the top ten, if that makes sense. Yeah. Sorry. No, that makes sense. <laughs> it's it's confusing for some. I thought maybe you were just literally just picking 40 people. No. Nope. Like... Yeah, they have to hit a mark okay. or a time. 
or whatever, or a height if they're, you know, in that event. In so, that event. Hmm. yeah, so that makes it a little bit harder, right? Because you have to make sure you have that marked down. And then, then we just choose. So say like a kid through 41, two and one through 41, one, well, that kid's not going to get, you know, it's right. And they're that 41th spot. Sorry. Well, and I didn't realize, I mean, I knew track and field was very competitive, but I didn't realize it was that competitive. It that is. Yeah. Like... And it, it, it can be some, some meets <laughs> are yeah. some of your league meets where it's like your JV varsity, everybody, I just call it an everybody meet, right? Everybody yeah. gets to do their what events, they can whatever. whatever they can. Yeah then those are a little bit less, right? It's it's super hard because it's a team, but it's also individual. So, so hard. Track and field is a very complex, I think, because you're very team-oriented because you want to win, right? You get right. points, excuse me, for what you do. So if you place in the top eight, you get points for those. So first place gets eight points, then trickles down. Eight points gets one point. Um, and then it's also very individual because you want to be the first in your event, but you also want to beat your PR, which is a personal record or personal best. Some people might say PB, right? So it's very hard. It's, right. it's hard. So it's competitive with others, yourself, your, t- even some of your teammates. And that's where you have to like be a good, learn, learn what good sportsmanship is because it's like, yeah, I want to beat you, Dylan. But I also want to cheer you on, but don't you dare beat me, right? Right. <laughs> That's also a yeah. factor. So track and field is very mind, like it's 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 a hard sport. People That's don't understand it. No, I yeah, I could look you in the face and be like, yeah, nope. Yeah, but and if you're not a track person, it's hard too because sometimes I see these new track parents and they're um, say field events, which is like throwing, jumping, all that stuff, mm-hmm. um, starts at three, right? Okay, they start at three, but there's different things that start at three, right? So it's like boys discus, um, or sorry, girls discus, boys shot, boys jab. That starts at three. Then after all those flights are done, then it's girls. So if parents are showing up, right, if they're new, well, it starts at three. Um, okay, well, I'm in the fifth flight. Gotcha. So they're. So, sister, you're is... waiting three hours. Yeah. <laughs> and so I had kids that are they're new, right? They're freshmen or whatever. And their parents showed up at nine for the invite. And I'm like, oh, you're going to be here all day. And they're like, what? I'm like, welcome to track. Yeah. <laughs> all I could say. Do you want to go home? <laughs> I'm like, there's a shopping mall, there's restaurants. Right. Get a hotel, literally take a nap. Yeah. And literally, we'll text you when he's warming up and you'll they get send here. You, by like the a time. restaurant alert. <laughs> Your kid is Your up. Your kid is up. <laughs> Please escort Seriously. to. Oh, I feel so bad. So oh. it's like, if you're used to it, you'll love it. Like, so when Ryan and I are, when our girls are older, they're doing it. We're going to be, we're used to it. We've done track our whole lives. We are coach it. We will be those parents that will probably be there with our chairs and everything out. Snacks for all the kids. Hey, honey, your race is about to start. You should be warming up now. Yeah, I can totally <laughs> we're gonna be those doing parents. that. <laughs> And I'll be Shut there. Up, yeah. Uncle Dylan. Uncle you're Dylan. just a great supporter. Yeah. Mom's being real today. <laughs> I'm just well, sitting there did like. Did you try your best? Are you warm? Are you warm? I feel like warm? you should be warm enough. Yeah. It does not look like you're warm today. You should do better. I think I think you could go do another lap. And maybe two. Don't give me that attitude. <laughs> it's going to be me and Ryan. Ryan's going to be with his fanny pack and his timers. Wow, your split was really slow today. You need to really. <laughs> something that's exciting for you and him and 
Oh, um, we love it. We love it. I know you do. And it's, that's the thing. Yeah. I love seeing passionate. I love seeing passion come out of people. Like, that's something that I'm excited for you. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad that with your job, you're able to do that because I know you wouldn't trade it for the world. Oh, no. So. I love it. I love it so much. So. And if you're Jordan's um, <laughs> little children who are competing, good luck. Babe. Um, do your best, and we're rooting for you, or at least I'm rooting for you for the season. Um, if you're not, and you're looking into track and field, good luck. Talk to me. Talk to Jordan. Give us some... Slide into the DMs. Slide into the DMs. You want some track and field advice? That's what the kids say That's what the kids say these days. Okay, what cards do you have for us, Dylan? Well, so I do have three cards... Um, it looks like our first one, which is kind of a fun one, okay. um, little icebreaker. Have you ever had a ghost encounter? <gasps> what? <laughs> the sound ghost. effects are going to kill me. I know. <laughs> this is awesome. Uh, a ghost encounter. Yeah, a little spiritual activity. A little paranormal. Paranormal. I like watching those shows. So do I. Do you believe in, like, ghost adventures and, like, those Discovery TV shows, or... Oh, I believe them. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like it's really cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, man, on the wall. Let's see We're in this house, and it is spooky. John, do you feel that? I swear, I swear someone just touched I me. I swear, man, he's right behind me. Hey, whoever's in here. <laughs> whoever's in here, you better knock on the wall. <laughs> Did you guys hear that? <laughs> I would have got away with it, too, if it wasn't for these meddling kids. <laughs> and your stupid dog. Oh, my God. I can't even do the way. That's not a good impression, but that's what you get. <laughs> Where are you? Okay, we are so distracted. So, okay, back on track. Okay. Have you ever had one? I don't think so. You know, I Have don't you? think so either. And I hate to be that person who's like, no. But, um, do I believe that there are spiritual things and Oh, entities? for sure. Absolutely. For sure. I didn't ever, like, a ghost thing ever encounter. That's good. Right. I haven't had anything that's like, oh, yeah, there's a ghost in my room. Um, there's a ghost in here. But... I definitely believe in them and don't mess around with them. So. Yeah, don't be dumb. Like, don't be, don't dumb. be inviting that stuff into your house. No. Sorry. I watched way too many like conjuring movies. Yeah, you're just asking for one of them anymore. <laughs> you literally are. Like, come on. Okay, our second question is what is the worst gift you've ever received? Oh my gosh. I know. Worst or gift. worst gift. Pouring more wine for this. Mm. I don't like. I legit don't know. I have a really funny story. Um, it just tells you like the child that I am. Um, oh, sorry. I'm just know, like I pour myself when I didn't even pour the other. Um, when I was really young, my we were having Christmas, and my nana once brought uh, our Christmas presents over, and um. And um, she she wrapped them 
And when I unwrapped it, it was a box of oatmeal. And I was like, oh, no, no, thank you. I was like the avocado kid. Like, it's an avocado. Thanks. You know what I mean? Like, that's how I felt. I was like, oh, my gosh, it's oatmeal. Thanks. Right? And, um, turns out she just used the oatmeal box. (laughs) Turns out she just used the oatmeal box. (laughs) And she's like, did you even open it? And so I opened the oatmeal box, which had no oatmeal in it. Okay, yeah. And it actually had a present inside, which I thought was hilarious. I oh think, like, looking gosh. back, Could I'm like. Could you imagine if you're just like, this is trash, and you just throw it away? <laughs> just to get so angry. There was $100 in there. <laughs> she goes, my whole life. Oh, Nana. Your grandfather was in oh there. God. <laughs> we got everyone urns for Christmas. God rest his soul. <laughs> So that's kind of a funny. Oh my it wasn't gosh. anything that I didn't like, but it was just something that um wasn't excited about. If that makes sense. I don't think I've ever gotten. I don't know. I feel like it's harder for me to remember because you're so young. <sighs> um, like I'm trying to really think. I don't know. I've always asked for like things like socks and stuff like that. Like I just I don't know. I'm pretty practical when it comes to um, shopping. And people always, when I was younger, they're like, "You're the hardest person to shop for." And I'd be like, "Why?" They're like, "Cause you're so picky." I'm like, "But I'm not. Like I'm not." Right. I'm trying to think of like maybe when I was younger, but I don't feel I don't know. Is there anything that you've gotten? Not that I think your girls would ever do this, but is there anything that the girls got that you're like? Uh, more toys. <laughs> toys. Like, oh, here's your fifth Barbie car. <laughs> that actually happened this Christmas. I'm not ungrateful. You're not ungrateful. It's just like, There's awesome. Enough Do you ready. guys not communicate? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. We just donated to the other kids that other did kids. stuff. Like, that's what I do. So, right. I don't know. Um, yeah, toys are th- like. We have so many toys. Right. Well, and I think at this point, I mean, your kids still play with the toys, but... Oh, yeah. They still play with everything. We get older, and we just stop doing stuff like that. Yeah. So, it's, we ask for more practical things. Yeah. Right? Have you noticed that? Okay. Socks, underwear. Socks, underwear. Deodorant. Student loan forgiveness. <laughs> Where's <laughs> that at? Stuff, you know? Still waiting. Stuff. Still waiting. Still waiting. <laughs> not losing up hope yet. We will prevail. Okay. We're in your Yeah. Uh, okay. That was a good one. But um, I'm like really trying to think and I don't know. I'm like maybe. I don't know. That's hard. Okay. It's not an easy one. No. It definitely was something that was deep. You're making me think, man. I know. But that's a good thing. It is. If maybe. you guys had a present that you didn't like feel free to let us know in our instagram we would love to know um i'd love to hear all your guys's answers (laughs) on these remember that you're our member our friend sitting right next to us so seriously we want to know exactly what's going on in your life what type of terrible presents you got or maybe you gave out or if you've seen a ghost or if you've seen a ghost okay third question our last question is do you think is the worst age and why? I think being a teenager is awful. I would agree with you. I think they're just trying to find themselves. 
Yeah. Outside world is just telling them who they should be, what they should be, what they should look like, what, what they, they should, should think, think, what they should do, eat, dress, blah, blah, blah. The list goes on and on. Yep. And then at school, they're getting bullied because they can't afford that pair of shoes or they can't. That's a huge thing. Shoes are like you could look homeless but have nice shoes and you would still be cool. Yeah. But God forbid you have terrible looking shoes yeah. that your parents can only afford. Um, they're being told what to think. They're being told what they can and cannot be people, you know, so they're getting it from all things and their brains are still developing and they're just trying to get by. Man. Yeah. And I will never go back to that. Like I would not wish that up on anybody. Well, I think that's the hard thing too. Being a person that is 22 years old, going on 23. Um, I resonate with that heavily because throughout my teenage years, I definitely was trying to find out who I was. Mm -hmm. And um, I dive, or at least dove into my 20s, and you still don't know. Yeah. And now you have the whole world on your shoulders where you're doing adult things, right? Yeah. As a teenager, you don't have to stress about the likeliness of a full-time job mm -hmm. or... Um, I mean, you're really just focusing on school, and maybe you have a part-time job, right? And some do, if they're and trying to help their family out. Right. Where um, I look at myself, and I'm 23, still lost in space, and um, have this just ongoing, who am I? Mm -hmm. You know, and that is something that uh, I think develops in age. I mean... I don't know about you. Love to know when that age is. Yeah. <laughs> no I'm kidding. still figuring it out too. I right. mean, just with like who I thought I was going to be to what I'm doing now. I I mean, I told my boss, you know, Scott, I was like I would never I would never think that this is where I'm going to be. Right. Like this is not the path that I thought I would go down, right? And so um but it's fine. It's right. where I'm supposed to be now, who knows. But I'm 34. Right? right. And so it's like that changed like that. Yeah. You know? Um, and still trying to find myself and what I'm supposed to be doing and all of this stuff. But I feel like it's just so much pressure everywhere. Like if you don't know what you're doing and yeah. you don't have this job and whatever and you're still doing listen, man, we're all just trying to get by. Yep. Can we all give each other a break? Well and that I like, read that somewhere. Nothing to do. You're not living in my house. Like, you know what I right. mean? Like, how is this affecting you? Well, and that's the thing, not to get all worldly or political, because that's not my goal here, but I look at the world situations that are going on right now, and we have things that I don't agree or disagree with, you know, mm -hmm. when it comes to these motives, but I don't understand why we can't just let people be people. You know what I mean? At the yep. end of the day, what what is it hurting? You know what I mean? Um, I'm totally for protecting others and their well-being, but to take away maybe someone's livelihood or just take away something else from someone else can be very dangerous yeah. in this world, you know? Um, and, but I agree with you. Let people be people. You know what I mean? Let me stay in my lane. Let you stay in mm -hmm. yours. And um, I'm a big 
Right. Yeah. There was a lesson that I, or a quote that I had saw earlier today, actually, and it said something like, um, life's the greatest lesson, and as you get older, the more life you've lived, the greater lesson you've learned, or something like that. And um, I find that true. You know, as you've grown further and you've developed life, um, life teaches you what the lessons you're supposed to learn, mm-hmm. you know. And um, if you're a faithful person, like me and Jordan, you learn that faith mm-hmm. grows that relationship. Yeah. Um, if you aren't and you don't have a faith in, you know, maybe a God or something, you find that within other people, maybe, mm-hmm. you know. So I think. I think at the end of the day, we should choose love and develop a strong yeah. connection with people. Yeah, I agree. people are... Worthless. Just love people, man. Love people. It's going to keep us close at the Seriously. end of the day. No, that was a really good question. Thank you. Yeah, I really liked that one, actually. Well... I like the deeper ones, to be honest. Yeah. I don't know why I can think better on them. I think just because we resonate maybe more yeah, to them maybe and i'm just like what'd you have for lunch <laughs> right I what did you have for lunch do i want to do one more Dylan, that was a hard question yeah let's do one more okay i'm just gonna pull out of the random hat. when the doctor asks how much and how often you drink what is your answer not even joking that is the question <laughs> son of a bitch <laughs> Like one? I tell like them maybe like every three day. times a month. Why ask that question? It's such, I'm like know. legit going to pull up right now, like a, like what they ask. I think they ask me mine because of depression. Oh, dang. <laughs> okay. That's not going in, but okay. I think that's why. I think it's genuinely why. Uh, doctor's question. Okay, so I pulled up the um, questionnaire thing yeah. just because I wanted to see like no, what, the, I, what yeah. it is. So, how often do you have a drink containing alcohol? Never one to or two to three one or two drinks, two to three times per week. Seven, eight, or nine drinks, or how often do you have six or more drinks on the occasion? Is this during these are the like week? just a different questionnaires? Like yeah, so it's like. I think it's like during the week. Like, do you are you truthful on those? Probably not. not. No. Not like, really. I don't know what they're trying. Like, I don't know what they're trying to. I know. Convey. Well, I mean, it depends on what it is. So I went and I was having. Oh, this is probably a BMI moment, but I was having gastro issues, um, and that was a question that they asked me. And I had just turned 21. Oh, okay. And sometimes alcohol can affect your uh, okay. gastral stuff. And so that one I was truthful on. Yeah, well, that makes sense. It's just like when they ask. So here's like an example. How often do you have a drink containing alcohol? Never, less than monthly, two to five times, two to four times a month, two to three times per week, four or more times per week. And then how many drinks containing alcohol do you have on a typical day when you're drinking? One to two drinks, three to four drinks, five to six, seven, eight, or nine, ten or more drinks. Like, what is the answer? Well, but that's the thing. What do you what consider they, a drink? What do they consider a drink? That's what I'm wondering. Like, yeah. So when the doctor asks how often, I usually do 
it depends on their words, right? So some do put week and some do put like two to four times per month. Right. Like they don't really have like a good well, not only that, but indicator. some weeks I don't have any drinks. That's exactly some right. Weeks I have drinks maybe every day. Amen. So sometimes I put like I'm usually like I do I'll put two to three times per week. Right. So two, three times per week? Two to three times per week, yeah. Okay. That's I I, I heard I I mean, if I'm being truthful. Yeah. <laughs> Only on days I end in Y. Maybe like two times per month. <laughs> and then they're like, you lying. Yeah. Mm, okay. I saw you at Wine Club. <laughs> I, I listened to you, you on Wine With Us. <laughs> on Wine With Us. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Would you like to join Would us? Would you like to <laughs> <laughs> Well, cool. I think that we'll go ahead and end our uncorking session. Um, yeah, those were some really good questions. I really like this, these questions that we're using. So, yeah, so do I. All right, that is going to end our uncorking session. You <laughs> will always love this right now. All right. Cool. <laughs> That's fine. All right. So, we are going to go ahead and go to our next wine that Dylan has for me. Looks like the 2017 Reserve Cabernet Sauvignon. You are a killer. Look oh, at thanks. you. So good. <laughs> I'm so fancy. She's so fancy. Yeah, um, we actually just opened it. Um, we did have some cork malfunctions with both of mm-hmm. these bottles, which, um, you know, sometimes happens with wine, but um, it just felt like it was well enough that we could be able to share it yes uh we want to be able to give good reviews Mm -hmm. and honest honest. and truthful so that's just something that we um felt like was needed to be brought up yes but with that being said with this delicious wine um you're going to get a wonderful hint of um i shouldn't say hint but a um, nice resonating dark cherry and plum Mm -hmm. Um, smell right on your nose with a hint of this molasses um, feel with this hint of molasses um, note as well. Okay. it's. I mean, looking at it, kind of the same dark color as the Malbec that I'm getting. Um, so that is maybe a little bit deeper. I would definitely say it's more of a deeper red. Yes. I felt like the Malbec had this really pretty magenta, mm-hmm. um, where this is your deep dark purple. You yeah. know, it's right um, here. It's so, pretty. Yeah. Um, the legs on this wonderful. Um, continuing with some of the notes, um, we have a toasted oak and brown sugar, and a rich and full body finish with plush tannins and a solid structural of as. Mm. Assisted acidity, excuse me. No, you're good. Oh, smells delicious. Just looking at it, the legs are great. Um, nice line, thin lines on your legs that you're getting. So good alcohol content on that. I am smelling some of those wonderful plush tannins. They mm-hmm. are hitting um, my yes. nose very well. Um, definitely an oaky taste or oaky smell excuse me yep just as i remember it's just one of those wonderful tasting wines um it is 
full of tannins. I it will is. say that. Yep. It's nice, jam packed right in there. It's it, not it, overwhelming. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not overwhelming where yeah. you're that front of your right ear scrunching, right? Right. It has this full body. It's definitely yeah. right there. Um, the dark cherry was a beautiful way to describe it where you're having this touch of full tannin, but the soft acidity from the cherry kind of aspect. So this I think is the a bold wine. Definitely I would say. bold. And I like it because it's not too um with some of these cabs you get, um uh, it depends. It could be too peppery, things like that, right? I'm not getting those spices from that at all. Yeah. I I mean me personally, you know, everybody is different. This is very rich and bold is what I would describe it as. I would definitely agree with that. Um, I would have to disagree with you on the peppery. Okay. I do feel like I'm getting a little bit of pepper. Mm-hmm. Um, almost. Disagreement? I know. Are we going to have our <gasps> first thirst fight? on podcast. <laughs> on wine with us. On wine with us. Um, no, I, I do no, kind of feel like good. I have, that, like, I have to... that peppery feel. Okay. Um, Almost, I can't think of what it's called, but it's the substance that's in black licorice. Mm. Um, you know, um, starts with an A. Anise. Anise, thank you. thank you. I don't know why I was like wanted to say a seam. That's what I was thinking. Anise, correct. Okay. Anise, um, yeah. But kind of that like dark, deep finish. So you're getting those spices, yeah, that licorice spice then. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Okay. That's kind of what I'm getting. Which is funny because I am not. Funny. So, I mean, but that's great. That's what this podcast, right? We're getting different things. Right? Right. And I'm not a black licorice person, so I would pick up on that. Like, Anise, no thanks. Not for me. You know? So, that's funny. When I wouldn't say it's, like, harsh on it. Cause it's not. I'm In not, the front, like... it's, I don't know. Hard to describe. It's a great wine. I think you're right when you said bold. Okay. Yeah. I think bold is a perfect way to describe it because it hits you jam packed mm-hmm. right in the front. Very um, right. Right in the front. Excuse me. Yes, right in the front. And then the after that lingering mm-hmm. is smooth, right? That's why I said I feel like it's it's a little bit complex. That's um, right. Um. Okay. So how would you describe? Like the sensei, like, because I'm not, I mean, it has the tannins, right? Which is causing that dryness in that mouth, what we getting, right? That yep. little pucker, right? I wouldn't say it's too astringent, like this wine. I mean, I can definitely, there are some tannins, right? That's what's caused, that's yeah. causing that. But it's not too My mouth isn't, isn't dry, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it's an overpowering sense of tannins. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely telling you that they're there. Yeah. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know if you can agree with that. Or no, if that I do. Kind of it's answers I, your question. I do get some, so that's why I'm saying you know the tannins. Right. But, yeah. It's just something that's kind of like, hey, don't forget about me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. Me. I'm the problem. It's me. <laughs> the tannins. Yeah. The tannins. Yeah. So go ahead and can you describe a little bit or talk about the winemaker or? Um, yeah, absolutely. Right. Just kind of dive deeper into Bernard Griffin's winery. Um, Megan Hughes, who is the second generation winemaker, um, who I've actually met, very sweet, um, is the youngest daughter of Rob and Deborah. She has the passion of Washington wine, and it began at an early age, just like her, um, her father, really. Mm-hmm. And so, um, 
Awesome. Just have that, like, passion for something, like, you know, I'm just like, oh, I love that. Right, and not and only it runs to, your family. and that's the thing that I was just going to say, it's developing through the family. So, um, to be able to um, join the family business, and um, she graduated in 2010 with her Bachelor's of Science degree in Viticulture and Ethnology. Love it. From nice. the wonderful Washington State University. Wazoo! Um, which is such a great program. So smart to mm-hmm. do, especially I know. in this area. Yeah. Um, when I went be... to Central, they were starting that very, like, you know, I was still there, and they started that. And I was like, that's, that's I don't a understand sweet why major, man. <laughs> more people don't offer that major. Yeah, like, I it's know. such we Especially in this area. Exactly. Right? Even, like, our community colleges here, I don't understand yes. why they don't Agreed. give an option for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose that's another day for another podcast. Oh, but... yeah. <laughs> another um, day, another dub. Right. <laughs> But yeah, so she ended up studying there, graduating in uh, 2010, like I said, and just working alongside her father on a daily basis, and now sits um, on several members of the Washington Wine Growers Association, yeah. and is involved in volunteers with the Boys and Girls Club. Oh, and, shout out Boys and Girls Club. Right? She's just involved with so cool. the community, and I love that about I the feel this, that regard... Wow, excuse me, Bernard Griffin yeah. is about the I'm hearing the breast cancer. I'm hearing Boys and Girls Club. Oh, I'm yeah. hearing all of these different things yeah. about them. Junior achievement. Yeah. Um, they're so they're just there. giving back to their community is what it seems like. Well, and that's the thing. And that's awesome. And that's one thing that I find what's cool with being able to grow in our study of wine mm-hmm. is really this we what are. we are doing. Um, not only you're studying it for ourselves, but giving our listener, mm-hmm. you guys, a chance to grow with us. But Washington has such many resources, and a lot mm-hmm. of these wineries are smart and pair up with these yes. resources and say, hey, how can we help? Yeah, right? I love that. Um, we and I'm at, supporting those Oh, businesses. absolutely. We look at Bernard Griffin. We look at Hedges. Yes, you know, I those are talking about Hedges, yeah. Two wonderful places mm-hmm. that just support. I um, love that. That's so awesome. Within Good that job, note, Bernard. I just wanted to kind of give out Megan Hughes, a um, second generational winemaker who is on top tier. I can see it now. She's flying you know, high, kid. Pushing on the, pushing on to her dad. Coming yeah. <laughs> right, right up to close. So She's coming for you, dad. <laughs> oh Be yeah. Careful. Be careful. Yeah. But um, that's so awesome. I love that, and I love that. That's. You know, that it's going for a good cause, right? right? And all of these different things. That's cool. They're not just, we make wine to do that. You know, which is awesome as well. You know, not digging or, you know, hating on those. But that they're giving back to the community. They're finding those resources. Yeah. And how can we help? Right? Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Um, wine is all about community. It is. It and brings people together. It brings people together. Cheers to that. Cheers, cheers to, to that. No, I agree. I love it. Um, with this wine, I'm just thinking, like, since it is so bold, and it is, I would say it's a little complex, because obviously we've had some agreements, disagreements with what, you know, what we're tasting. Yeah. Um, pairings-wise, I would love a good steak with this. Definitely uh, a nice steak. You're going to want something that's going to be flavorful mm-hmm. with this, right? It's going to pull off those tannins and... Um, Really impact what you're feasting on. So, so you think in like fancier, 
I am. Take some lamb. Yeah, probably lamb. Um, I'm thinking a, my brain's really going for a medium rare steak right now. It oh, sounds really good, probably. Yeah, but, good. <laughs> um, but yeah, so any of those meats, so like beef, ribs, um, any of the braised right. rib dishes, any of those is what kind of, I mean, you're going to want that good fat is what basically we're saying. Yeah. Well, and I also think when it comes down to, because you know us, we love our cheeses. We do, yeah. I think a creamy cheese mm-hmm. would be really good with this. It would pair nicely where, um, yeah, you can do your, you know, pepper jacks and those type of stuff, but something that's just going to... Like a gorgonzola, like blue cheeses. I get what exactly. you're reading, creamier cheeses. Yeah, something yeah. that's yep. creamy that's yep. going to overpower, 100%. well, not overpower the wine, but just pair beautifully with blue it. Blue cheeseburger. Oh Bomb. Gosh. Right there. Boom. Okay. Boom. Can we talk about Gorgonzola real mm-hmm. quick? Have you yeah. had the one from Twigs? Yep. Okay, yes. So, so good. good. So, so good. good. Okay. And okay. maybe like, um, you know, um, Mod Pizza, they have that, it's the barbecue Gorgonzola pizza. Oh my gosh. It's chicken, Gorgons, and it has Gorgonzola, Gorgonzola and blue cheese. And it's, I get it every time. It's called, um, oh my gosh, I'm... Having a blank. Don't worry, though. I'll look it up. But, yeah, it's, like, one of my favorite pizzas that I get. Um, It's so good. So this would be good with it. Well, and just, I mean, yeah. And those are the things with wine is you can have all sorts of different types of variety. The Caspian. The Caspian. Caspian. Yep. Okay. Red onions, um, chicken, oh, yeah. barbecue, gorgonzola, mozzarella. I add blue cheese. Sorry. It's not, doesn't come with food, but I do add blue cheese because I just love all the cheeses. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so. and I agree with you. I think all of those wonderful flavors of exactly on that pizza, you got those red onions. You've got mm-hmm. something that's going to overpower, um, not your palate, but pair beautifully yeah. And a little bit wine. complex. A little bit yep. of complex, yeah. So, well, that yeah. was perfect. Thank you for this. This is really good. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you, Bernard Griffin, for being able to um, be so wonderful with what you guys do. Um, like you said, you are community-based. We can see it from uh, here. Mm-hmm. The club membership, just being a part of your guys' family has been such a pleasure. Um, There's nothing but good things for you guys. Yep. And we hope some wonderful success. We hope in the near future, maybe we can get you guys on the podcast. That would be amazing. Um, something... We are. We've got some things going and working in. Oh, but, yeah. yeah. Getting people on <laughs> or different places. So, um, right. yeah. That'd be awesome. And with that being said, um, we're going to actually go into a new segment that we are kind of excited to do. I'm so excited. Um, It's called um, Am I the Asshole? Yeah. Um, Which is kind of funny. So Jordan finds these wonderful stories that are on, what is it, Reddit? Reddit, yeah. And um, she's going to read them off. And we are going to kind of go into a debate. Sometimes we agree. Sometimes Mm -hmm. we disagree. Um, and hopefully you guys can kind of tune in. It's just another way for us to be able to connect with you guys and connect with each other and see if we can find a common ground or be, um, a peaceful clarity (laughs) on if someone is an asshole or not. (laughs) So you'll have to let us know what you think. But, um, with that... Oh, Dylan, before we head into our Am I the Asshole, yeah. what is the price point for this um, reserve cab? This reserve cab sits at a wonderful $60. Okay. 
Um, I think it's well worth the $60. Yeah, it, it definitely is. I would say this would be more for like, you know, dinner party, whatever, kind of you're going to a dinner, you want to bring something over to a friend, something like that, I yeah. would say. Well, and for it being a reserve too. That is also true. That in that the barrel true. longer, it's going to be, it has all those flavors ready to go. Um, I do have to make a correction because I am a moron. Uh-oh, what happened? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> so I previously said that the 2018 Malbec was $76. Okay. And um, no, I'm just a moron because I ended up buying two with my club release and that was the total. Uh, so if gotcha. I could go back in time i'd like to let everyone know it was only 48 dollars. that is my fault um, oh okay definitely a lot better for price yes <laughs> than what oh we yeah originally oh said. yeah i am so sorry that was all my bad no that's good and it's good that we could we can we catch, could it catch it now yes. exactly so um so with that um does that change your price point or does that change your thoughts no that's definitely better Right. For sure. Um, I definitely would agree with that. With it being $48, it wasn't that bad of a price. And I do, like I said, apologize for that. But yeah, with that being said, let's go ahead and get into Am I an Asshole? Alrighty. Let's get into it. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> I love it. So goofy. Okay. Like Are we ready? Though. Yep. Let's Drink do it. Drink a wine first. Cheers. Cheers. All right. Am I the asshole for getting married before my sister? Ooh. I know. My sister got engaged two years ago, but they are saving, very unsuccessfully, for a bigger wedding. They wanted to get married this summer, but couldn't pull it off. It's the, they delayed it for another year, same as last year. My boyfriend proposed a few months ago, and we want a small backyard wedding. We set a date for July 15th. My sister asked me to delay our wedding until after hers. I asked her if she can't pull off her dream wedding next year, would she um, ask us to to delay ours more? I can't believe I'm typing this. She said yes. That was enough for me to throw out her ridiculous request and set the date for July 15th this year. She is furious. Family members are being dragged in and everybody is on her side. She and her boyfriend have decided to elope in June, and this is apparently my fault. Am I the asshole for getting married before my sister, who was engaged before me? (laughs) Wait, so she asked her if she wanted her to reschedule the wedding? So the sister asked her if she could put off her wedding because the sister got engaged before her. And they're trying to save for a big wedding, but obviously it's not happening. Okay. And so, they're ready to get married. Yeah. This other sister, right? Yeah. Small backyard wedding. They know what they want and get done with it. And right. And this other sister is like, you can't do that before our wedding. Okay, so obviously you can tell by my voice, I don't think she's the asshole. No, I would all agree she's not an asshole. Are you kidding? Yeah. Go no. get married, girl. Find your love. I know. Live your life. Do your thing. Don't let your sister, just because she's not ready... And obviously they can't come in. That's what that's telling me. Well, not only that, but are you kidding me? A big fan. I mean, I get it. You want a big fat wedding, which is fine. People want that's what they fine. want. But, but like, you can't expect everyone to wait for you. No, absolutely like, not. That's your own problem. Yeah. Sorry. Or sorry, do what not other people sorry. Do and like, go get married. 
go, I don't want to say elope, but go, like, to the courthouse, go get married, and then have a big wedding later. Yeah. You know what I mean? If that At least, really means that much to yeah, you. Yeah, if you want it that badly, go and do it a different way. Go get it done. Listen, I've ministered weddings before. He done, has. He does. I've done twice. It is so much fun. I love it. Um, but all it is is signing paperwork. Mm-hmm. Sign some paperwork, and get it, some done, yeah. send it on into the auditor's office, and boom, bam, bing, you are done. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've done one wedding, and that was my sister's. I just had to sign, basically. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of fun. Like, I don't mind it. No. But, like, why would that sister be upset about that? Just because, do you want to, if you wanted to get married first, you should have done it in the first place. Right. Well, and I think that's the other thing, too. Sometimes life is just unexpected, and we all go through different trials and different stipulations. And um, I'll tell you what, I would have loved to have had a kid before my sister. But because you're the, I know. Because I'm, I'm the oldest. Mm-hmm. However, that's, that's not my cards. Yep. Right? And there not are some right people now, that, or, you know. Well, and who's to say, God forbid, I can't have children. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like. Are you going to be mad at your sister because she had kids before you? Exactly. Like, is yeah. that really going to bring a total toll to me and my sister? Yeah. Absolutely not. I get to love all my nephews. Mm-hmm. They're so, so cute, Oh, by my the gosh. Way. They're so big. So. Um, but, yeah. So, no. I think the sister is overreacting. I Agreed. think she needs to cool down and simmer. I, I agree. Simmer down. You know I wonder mean? if there... I want to see if there's an update. Oh, a lot of people wrote not an update. Oh, oh! I didn't know that they gave us other people's opinions. Yeah, um, not an asshole. It's so weird when people get weird over things like this. It's not a race, one hundred percent. Um, no, absolutely not. Jeez, yeah, a lot of people are, you know. So they like mark it if you are or you're not, which um, I think is cool. Here's a good one for you guys on Wine with Us, our Instagram. Feel free to tell us what you think. That's W-H-I-N-E dot with us. We'd love to know what you think. Additionally, I do want to say that we did start a TikTok. Yes, I will post our TikTok uh, <laughs> QR to our Instagram stories. You, you guys, guys should have been here when we tried to record the one, epi- one oh, episode, the gosh. one video. We had a good first time, and then we just lost it. It took a lot of time. <laughs> You could tell by the end of the video, we were just done. We're done. You're done. <laughs> You're done. This is it. Get over it. Yeah, so. But was it was awesome. also super cute, so I'm not mad about it. Not at all. Plus, I get to do it with one of my besties, so. Oh, besties. Besties. I'm so glad that we were able to just connect and enjoy Yeah, that was fun. Some fun questions. Together. Some fun, am I the asshole? <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, yeah, just a lot of different fun things. That was really fun to right. get together. And it's fun to just be able to connect. And and it's fun to just be able to connect and grow um, with you guys and our wine knowledge. So um, with that being said, what did you, if you could rate the 2018 Merlot uh, from a scale of one to five stars what would you rate it i would rate it a three star three star yeah it's um just kind of in regard just like it was not perfect but just what were you thinking 
Um, I, I mean, I enjoyed it, obviously. Um, it was a little bit sweeter on that side, is what I would say. Um, different Melbeck, you know, than what I'm used to tasting. And so that's kind of where I would write. I like a deeper. That's me. I'm a deeper, a deeper Melbeck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that I would agree with you with three stars. It's was um, impactful. It wasn't a horrible wine. Mm, I think no, it was very um, balanced. I think it was, like you said, fruity. Um, definitely a wine that I can sit down and enjoy by a fireplace or with a group of friends. Mm -hmm. So um, I would agree with that. And what were your thoughts on the 2017 Reserve Cabernet Sauvignon? Um, I would say this would be a four. A four? Mm-hmm. I yeah. like the boldness, the complexity. Yeah, this is more my style. Right. I get a four and a half. Okay. Definitely would agree with you on that. Um, it's bold. It has complexity. Um, it's the reason why I fell in love with Bernard Griffin when mm -hmm. they came out with their okay. reserve back in the day uh, for when I signed up. And I'm glad that it's back, baby. So <laughs> I'm back, baby. I'm back, baby. Um, that's awesome yeah no super good so thank you Dylan for bringing these wines and course. sharing them with me and I feel so honored oh and gosh, yeah I can't wait till our next one where I will be doing my spring releases ah, so I'm so excited are you excited I'm so excited stay tuned for Gordon Gordon Estates that is our next episode our next episode in June yep and oh it's going to be some good things happening there. And that time's going to be busy again. But so just, you know, watch out for our all of our information on all of our social medias. Um, Instagram, wine with us. That's W-H-I-N-E dot with us. You can also email us. We have an email and that's wine with us, the number one at gmail.com. Yep. Um, and on TikTok. Oh my gosh, I can't believe that we have all those. Yeah, you just have spots. to um, go to our Instagram and you'll be able to find our TikTok. So post yeah. it. We'll we'll make sure everything's linked. So. <laughs> Thank God for Linktree. Yes. Shout oh. out to Linktree. <laughs> Linktree Seriously. Will you, will you sponsor us? Oh my please? gosh. <laughs> Otherwise it's just a like a hot mess getting everything all together. No kidding. But they have been such a great service. They have. And um, what better way to be able to connect with you guys? Yeah. So so yeah. thank God for that. So, all right. Well, this is it. This is our podcast. We thank you for coming and taking a listen. Until next time. Cheers, my friends. Cheers. <laughs>